You're listening to another edition of It's Raining Mets. Meteorologist Ed Russo here. And meteorologist Tom Russell here. And we're catching you up with some winter weather. Here we are in the heart of winter. Ed, are you loving it? I mean, I wish we would get more <laughs> snow, you know? there's nothing. I know we got a little snow, but... Right, I'm going to yeah. say I'm a snow lover here. I like snow. I like lots of snow. There you go. You there know? you go. That's okay. Be yourself. Be you know, happy. Uh, but climatologically, uh, this is the coldest time of the year. So we yeah. go from about uh, June 10th or so through uh, the last part of the month, so about the 28th. So this this two and a half weeks we're in right now is the coldest time of the year all year long. Yeah, and we're still having problems having an all-snow all event. <laughs> well, we knew that. If you remember back when we talked about our winter weather preview, we said that, uh, you know, full-on snow shower or snowstorms are going to be hard to come by. We're going to see uh, mixed storms. That has certainly played out. But let's say for a second, though, that we have not been without our winter storms. So uh, I wrote you an email the other day, Ed. Uh, we had some snow just after Christmas. Remember, December the 27th, we had an inch. Uh, and then the 6th and 7th of January, we had five and a half inches. That's not bad, right? Uh, a little ice storm on the 9th. And now uh, the recent storm from Sunday into Monday, we had, uh, what, 3.4 inches? Come on now. We haven't had nothing. Yeah, well, I want like a 12-incher. <laughs> you know, I, I keep telling, you know, Candace is in love with this snow because, you know, she's from the South. Candace Scalise, her right. mother, anchor, and I say, Yeah, so Candace, she's, it's all new to her. Yeah, Candace, these little three, four, five inches, this is nothing compared to what we right. get. Like, I want this area to, I want this, you know, I want her to see what this area can do. And, you know, I, I want her to see a, a solid snowstorm. Well, let's let's kind of work our way toward that, because one of the things that you and I said uh, during our winter weather preview was that our best chance for a big storm would be late season. So let's kind of talk through the rest of winter here. Um, we do see plenty of cold here for uh, now to the end of the month. So we've got a little over a week or so in January still to go. And every every day looks pretty darn cold at or below average, right? Yeah, and sometimes when you get that cold, it suppresses the storm track too far south. There's nothing I hate more than a dry cold. Like, <laughs> you're loaded with potential here. Actually, we're right. not lo loaded with potential because if we were, then we would have a more favorable storm track. But usually when you get this cold, the storm track's far south. So, you know, eastern North Carolina and Virginia get more snow. That's what's going to happen this weekend. Well which is kind of ironic for a friend like Candace who uh, moves up here and they get more snow where she yeah. came from <laughs> in well, the yeah, Carolinas. She, she's from, she's not too far from Atlanta. So that's really far South, but right. still, still, I well, mean, Mississippi the other day got nine inches of snow. Right. In that event. Right. Through yeah, the deep south. They didn't change over to rain. We did. So, well, ironically, as we record this, there's a, another system moving through the Southeast. That's going to bring snow to Virginia, Maryland, the beaches, the you know, beaches. ocean city, Maryland, Bethany beach, Delaware, they're going to get snow and we're not, uh, as we start the weekend. Yeah. And they already had like a foot. <laughs> they got more snow than we do. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. So as we play out the rest of January, uh, the cold will be in place. Yeah, there'll still be a, a few chances for a little bit of precipitation. But what I'm thinking, Ed, is that the pattern will start to shift as we head into February. You know, January's been very cold. December was way above average. And I think we get back to a more average or above average February. What are you thinking? Yeah, and, you know, as far as storm chances go, once we get into that pattern shift, that usually comes with a storm. You know, right. with, with how this season has been going, half of it will be rain and half of it will be snow. Um, <laughs> I'm bitter today. Yes, you, you are. And we caught you, obviously, at, uh, at a rough time. Yeah. So February <laughs> plays out 
you know, more, more mild, uh, uh, you know, kind of back and forth. But as we mentioned before, the best chance for us getting a good rock and snowfall could come as late as March. I mean, a late season storm is often when we see our biggest uh, snowfall amounts. Yeah, and, and, you know, when you think late season, you say, well, don't we have a higher chance to have mixing issues then? Sometimes, but here's the thing. By March, the the ocean is at its coldest offshore. Right. So, and, and we can usually tap into a lot more available moisture, and uh, all it takes is the exact right placement of that low. And again, historically, a lot of times that does happen in March. So if you're a snow lover, like Ed, don't don't give up, my friend. Don't well, give well, up. Yes, yeah, that makes me feel better, Tom. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. I will say this is great news for the ski resorts like Ski Roundtop. You know, this- sure. Because they could just make the snow, no problem. Right, and it's not this—they aren't going to produce the snow, and then it's going to just instantly turn turn to bad snow. I mean, the cold is going to keep it powdery, you know, yep. nice nice to carve, um, good for carving and and going down the slopes. Um, uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's my cat again. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> oh, they're doing their podcast. Let me go in this paper Let's bag go. and make Let's... all this all this noise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're more than halfway through a meteorological winter. As we mentioned, December's been very warm. Uh, January, cold, as we predicted. But ironically, I was looking at some of the stats for January, and as cold as we've been, if you look overall, we're only about a degree below average, which kind of surprised me when I look at those numbers. It feels colder than that. Yeah, it does. It does. And I think, too, it's just because we're like, you know, December was so warm, and now we're dealing with this on a more consistent basis. Was, well, you mentioned it to me. I think that we're we're much colder this year than we touched it all last year. Yeah. As far as those, you know, those teens at night and and some highs in the twenties, we, we we never really did that last year. Yeah, and and tomorrow night, um, tomorrow night's kind of well. So Friday night uh, is tricky because if we get some higher clouds from that storm from that coastal storm, that could prevent us from dropping into the single digits tomorrow night. But I think if we're clear, I, I think we're definitely game to see single digits in the near future for overnight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we have a couple of shots at, at that kind of cold. Again, especially as we play out the lo- the last part here in January, it looks really cold. Yeah, and and then I think... Uh, then we've got the snowpack, so that helps. It's yep. like huge, yep. but it's there. Uh, it helps reinforce that cold. Right. And then uh, February, we'll get uh, you know more of swings again as we get into some of those warmer... Uh, warmer days, but uh, as Ed mentioned, a little more in the way of uh, the mixed storms as well. And then we'll keep an eye on March for maybe that late week snowstorm to make to make Ed uh, Ed happy. Uh, the other thing that people always complain about here in the middle of winter is the wind. And we've seen some wind, but I wouldn't say it's been bad or it's been unusual. But every time one of those really strong cold fronts comes through, it just reinforces that cold, and people are just. Re- really caught off guard so we've had a couple of examples here this winter where you know wind chills are downright dangerous and down near zero into the negative category uh do you think that continues that that wind stuff yeah i mean as long as our storm track is active i think we have plenty of opportunity to you know to, to keep the wind in play um right and uh certainly yesterday you know what our highest gust was with the most what? recent recent oh i'm asking you i i think i saw one near 40 yeah, I think we saw somewhere around 40. But, you know, when it's 20 degrees and you get a 40-mile-an-hour wind, that, that's brutal. Yeah. So, you know, people tend to notice it a lot more uh, here in the winter. So uh, bottom line, the takeaway from this is we got plenty more winter to go. 
And uh, part of our winter weather prediction was that winter would linger. So I still feel that way that March is not going to be pretty. You agree? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stormy and, uh, again, could see our, our biggest uh, snowfall event yet to come as we uh, move through March. And we're yep. still only at the end of January, so... Yeah, still a long way to go, long way to go. Uh, the one thing I did want to bring up with you, Ed, and I don't know a lot about it, but they had this uh, volcanic eruption in the Pacific, and then uh, I believe it was Millersville. There were a couple of colleges that actually showed the, the pulse wave uh, picked up in the atmosphere. So what's incredible about volcanoes, and, and you should study meteorology, that they can lead to to the earth cooling somewhat so there's a theory out there that you know this thing continues to erupt or even what it's done will affect the atmosphere certainly short term if not long term have you read much about this yeah and there's another example um so you know the great basin out west you know where mm -hmm. yellowstone national park is with all the geysers sure so that's a giant caldera and right theoretically if that were to erupt um, the ash cloud that would go into the atmosphere would essentially block a lot of solar energy from reaching the sur Earth's surface, which would uh -huh. be catastrophic in some ways because that would uh, – I've heard the terminology used as a nuclear winter. Yep. Yeah, yep. so, you know, that's the biggest negative feedback to, you know, if you're seeing, you know, warming temperatures, you know, uh, a huge – volcanic eruption producing a huge ash cloud like that uh, could actually in some cases cool the earth it's a little counterintuitive but yeah but it's, it's true yeah it's amazing how you know complex the you know earth atmosphere system is i mean they're so intricate intricately connected but it also shows you the power of nature that you know one event like that could affect the uh, the entire globe and right. you know i think that really plays into how we attack uh any issues we might be facing it's like you know this can change on a dime or um you know the the earth is very resilient you know has a way of cleaning itself up has a way of uh you know but a lot of times these things may play out over time so i just thought that was fascinating that yeah. uh, you know in, in modern times we see a volcano that can really change things on a dime you know it's honestly it's more comforting to me to know that the planet can take care of itself. Yes. And yes. the planet has a larger influence over its ultimate outcome than anything, any sort of living thing like a human could do. Wow. It, That's a good it, point. It's really much, a good point. You know, it, it's, just, it's just how I feel about it. I mean, I, 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 I'm much more at ease knowing that, you know, the earth is, is, is a much more powerful influence in its, in its ultimate state down the road than, than humans. Uh, yep. You know? That's that's a really good point. I, you know, I brought that point up. If you remember a couple of years ago, there was the uh, uh, the uncapped well that leaked into the Gulf of Mexico and everybody said it was going to destroy the Gulf of Mexico. And, you know, within a matter of time, nature had cleaned that up. Um, you know, nobody wants to see a disaster, but it's nice to know that the earth is much more resilient than we give it credit for. Yeah. And, and to me, I find that I find that comforting. Yes, very good. Yeah. All right, Ed, before we go, anything else on your mind weather-wise here? Oh, there's always stuff on my mind weather-wise, <laughs> but I want to preserve the content. We've noticed that you've been quiet with your bugs lately, so this is your off-season for bugs, right? Yeah, well, they're all dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 the cicadas are waiting to wake oh, yeah, up 17 right. years. Uh, yeah, they have an um, – 
oh my gosh, 16 more years. <laughs> That's all we got. Wow. Wait, let me yeah. put it in my phone calendar here. Hang yeah, on. <laughs> six, 16 more years until we start covering that again. I'm going to have to start getting gathering interviews oh. next week. No, I don't think you have to. Uh, <laughs> All right. Always fun to catch up with you, man. And uh, everybody listening, just uh, be ready for uh, lots more cold to go, lots more winter on the way. All right. Sounds good. Good chatting with you, Tom. You are listening you to It's Raining Mets.